Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I'm so excited to be talking about SVU with my amazing co-host, Taylor Gates. Hello. Hello. Remember me in quarantine, okay? I do remember you. I am Yelts Eagle. Um, we're in quarantine and we are discussing season 22, episode three. Remember me in quarantine. Yay. Um, Before we get into the episode, as a reminder, we will provide this hotline for anyone who is in need. Um, The hotline is the RAIN hotline. It is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. What is 4673? I was going to ask you, what does it spell? Oh, sorry. Okay, do it. Let's let's stage it again. What what does that spell? What is 4673? It spells hope. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, That's right. It is 1-800-656-HOPE. And it's available for those who actually need it. It is available online as well. You can do an anonymous chat and um, you will be safe and anonymous. And that's great. Uh, It's confidential. They're available. I really want to make sure as we go into the holidays that people have that number um, and resources just in case before we get into this episode specifically. So um, if you need help, please reach out to Rain. They're available. All right. Uh, This episode, remember me in quarantine. I got to say, I laughed so hard the first time I watched it. It was so great. Like just the cast of characters they had. Like I love it when they write like douchey college students because they just... It's always so much fun to watch them. Um, so that's why I particularly really, like you said, enjoyed the, I think it was intentional comedy. Cause like some of them are just such caricatures that it was just like too ridiculous to be like, you know, taking it like super seriously, even though it's obviously super serious subject. So um, I had a great time personally. <laughs> I, I will say the first time I laughed, I laughed so hard multiple times. And then the second time I like, I was like, no, I really like this episode. So it's not that I didn't like it. It's just there are parts that were funny. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. So the quick cap, the SVU questions a group of college roommates when one of them, an Italian exchange student, goes missing during COVID-19 lockdown. I'm wondering if the necessity of saying COVID-19 lockdown is so that in the future, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, oh, is yeah. what it's going to look like when people watch this episode in the future. Oh, I 100% I agree. Like, and like, I mean, it's funny. It, who knows how long the show is going to keep going on? Hopefully another 22 years. Right. So when we're 22 years down the line, people are going to be like, what? Like, what was going on? And like, when my, when, you know, when children who haven't been born yet are watching this, they're like, what? And so they have a frame of reference, if you will. Yes. They'll be like, ah, yes. We recall those days. Um <laughs> We remember the quarantine. We remember me in quarantine. Let's jump into this episode. I took copious notes this time. There was so much happening. It was a a classic whodunit. I got to start with the idea of roommate Jenga, because if I recall how Jenga works, I don't think this is Jenga, sir. I think it's roulette. Right. I, I did like that line, though. Like, that felt very, I don't know, it was like a funny way to describe it. I, I really did like that, um, that comment. Roommate Jenga. Again, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to, like, figure out what that could mean, but it was very, like, um, like... <laughs> very meticulous. Like. Sure. 
Um, all right. So I also got to point out um, that there were multiple times where Finn points out that this case is not SVU. Um, it's missing persons. It's homicide. And Benson thankfully explains why they're keeping it. Because I know on this show specifically, and I'm sure I've seen fans also, we go, why is SVU covering this case when it's homicide? Um, so I, I agree. really appreciated an explanation. I did too. And I was like kind of interested. Maybe I'm just like out of the loop. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize because I'm assuming they ripped like aspect of this from the headlines about how the homicide rate was up so high in New York. Um, and I guess I didn't really read that anywhere. So I was a little bit like, oh, I that's like an interesting kind of thing to know because I obviously knew New York like had really, really strict lockdowns for a long time because the cases were so high up, but I didn't realize that like the homicide rate kind of elevated with that. So I thought that was interesting. They added that in there. Yeah, it's oh, it's really interesting. Sorry, little earthquake in my house. Um, <laughs> I I think it's really interesting that the, the crime rates have changed, right? Like people have pointed out that school shootings have stopped since we've all been mm-hmm. not in school. Um, mass shootings seem to have stopped, but uh, there's a huge increase in um, domestic violence. And, mm-hmm. and apparently in New York, there's a, a rise in uh, homicide. So that's, I think, very interesting. And you're right. They did rip a lot of different things. You know, they've said that the missing persons people are now dealing with um, protests. So it's interesting. Um how much they ripped, and we will get to more headlines that this is taken from as we continue. Uh, but I do, I just had to point out, and I appreciate so much that this, like, note that this is a missing persons case and that it was a homicide, like, is mentioned because we've seen, I've said it before, we've seen on the show where homicide gets a, bra- a body and then goes, oh, this person was raped and they passed it to SVU. Right. So we've never seen it go the other way. Yeah, she's like, we're just going to keep it. They're going to be fine if we just keep it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let's keep it then. Yeah. Um, They apparently didn't have enough rapes to deal with. Um, Yeah, okay. All right. Um, I mean, that's good, I guess. I don't think it's true. Let's just pretend. All right. So let's talk about some of our roommates. We need to speak to or speak about Lockdown Lexi, also referred to as Sexy Lexi. there was another one that she was referred to. Well, I forget the third one. Oh, there was a third. I only got there was. They called her so many things. I can't remember the last one. Right, well, people in the chat, if you caught a third one, we caught lockdown, Lexi, sexy Lexi. Tell us what it is that we're missing. Yeah, there was one other one. Um, well, when they're talking to her and her memory's lost, and she's like, "I can't remember. It's bits and pieces. I was high." All I could think was we literally had an entire episode last season, The Darkest Journey Home, where we discussed this interrogation technique or interview technique that helps people bring back fragments of memories when they're going through trauma. And to be fair, I that too. great, because I know she's not the victim, even though she seems to think she is. Um, but we are all going through a collective trauma. And she says last six months were a blur. This was a stress relief hookup. Like this girl's going through a lot. We all are. And the idea that we didn't choose to go through this technique with her was very surprising, especially one of my favorite parts when Benson says to her, look at me, look at me. What happened? Focus. Focus. I need you to focus. 
I thought she was such a fun character. But I was also, I also kind of thought we would bring, I mean, I knew that she was on drugs. I knew that she was like drinking, mm -hmm. but it seemed that she had zero memory, like thought that she might have done something. And right. I thought that was going to come into play more too. And like, maybe there was like a weird, like dr being drugged element to it because she was like, did not remember anything, but I guess that's just contributing to the fact that everything was a blur, I guess. It's like what that ended up meaning. But I really thought that was going to like be a bigger thing. No, I agree with you. When she was like, wait, did I do it? I was like, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. Um, what we have from the chat is that maybe it was maskless, Lexi. Maybe. maybe. I, 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 oh, I'm going to have to rewatch it because I'm pretty sure there was like three different nicknames that the press were like throwing out for her. I, I yeah. Know, but. Um, yeah, so the Lexi thing was hilariously interesting um also this concept of quarantine speakeasies i would like more information um i love the idea of a speakeasy i wish it wasn't at the risk of our lives like what a great right. idea except that we're all we can all die yeah so um they they added so many like very specific quarantine, like college quarantine things, which I did appreciate too. And like very New York things. Like the kid was uh, like in the, in Southampton for the weekend with his parents. I'm like, that's so douchey New York. I'm obsessed. Let's talk about Brad for a minute. This is, um, Brad is played by Christopher Gray and I bring him up because he is a re, um, what is it? Uh, Repeat offender. Repeat offender. Thank you. He was in 1710 Catfishing Teacher. Um, yes. I, I was like, oh, why do I recognize this kid? And I just watched that episode like a week ago or something. So that's why I just didn't put it together. I have to say, I think that um, this actor, you look, my first note for him was douche. Like he looks so douchey. And I that think Brad. Like, come on. Of course. Um, I saw on Twitter, Warren Light was tweeting, Brad's gonna Brad. And I think that it was so accurate. Um, but I ended up naming him Mr. Red Herring in my <laughs> in my notes because that's all he was. Yeah. I have to ask though, he was engaged. <laughs> Where was the fiance? She doesn't live with him. He lives with five other people and one of them isn't his future wife. <laughs> I know. I'm so mad we didn't get like a like like angry fiance. Like last week, we got the angry wife uh, in the Dwight and Irene episode. He's like, "Yeah, one year," and so I was like ready for the angry fiance to come in and like, "How dare you!" Like I was ready for that. I was yeah, ready because he ate that role, and she just wasn't even there. He sleeps with everyone. Like first of all, he's sleeping with all the roommates, and then he's sleeping with her sister. So like, why is she not? Where is she? No, yell. Her cat died. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also have to talk about Sean. This character, I loved Sean. What a great character. Um. I really appreciated that, like, when they're in his house, he's filming, and as soon as they found the passport, he stopped. I love how he, like, thinks that's, like, chill, too. Like, I understand, like, taking, like, taking jewelry makes sense for payment. Like, you just can't take someone's passport. Like, I don't, I mean, I know you can sell that and stuff, but, like. You'd make good money on that. But, like, but why would you take that? Like, in the jewelry, you can explain away. Like, you can't explain away a passport ever. She gave it to 
No, she did not. She can't get home now. <laughs> right. So interesting. Um, uh, I also, so I gotta, I gotta make this very important point. He says, uh, when a girl's that much of a freak, they're always crazy. And I got so upset because I really feel like SVU should not be kink shaming anyone. Like of all the shows to kink shame, this is not the show that should be kink shaming. And and the idea that like she's into threesomes makes her a freak. Like no, right? Like okay, that's still that's still pretty vanilla. I think to bring yeah. it to you. <laughs> also, like most most straight men's fantasy. I don't know why you're right. Like this is okay. It's Calm one down, of those things on. when when um when people shame people for nude photos, and I go, wait, do you? Sorry, do you never want to receive those again? Is that what you're saying? Right, right. Stop. It's like okay, the the double standard just like leapt out. Yeah, why, why would you? Why would you shame someone for something you want? Truly, truly. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Um, it just anyway that that one line really stung. And to be fair, we have cat throughout this episode, like trying to remind us who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. Um, she points out that everyone lied, but Lexi is the only one getting slut shamed. Um, and, and she wants uh, Sean to be released in the end. Cause all he has is what's he has possession of stolen property. Right. Right. Yeah. He didn't really like hurt anyone. I mean, it's it's drug, yeah, yeah. It's, it's stolen property, but like Maria's gone. So it don't really, it don't really matter at this point. Like, Um, We get my favorite interaction. Uh, Lexi says, Sean's a drug dealer. I don't know what he's capable of. And Rollins is like, you let him into your home. Right. I, yeah, I, um, I thought it was interesting. And it kind of surprised me a little bit. It seemed like she actually had like a lot of sympathy for her, which I was like, interesting choice. Rollins having sympathy for Lexi. Yeah. I think she saw, I mean, at least I saw Kim. So I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But but usually like, like Ron's almost goes harder on those people. I think at, at point, I think, it, I guess it kind of depends, but because sometimes she's like so burned by Kim that she's like goes extra hard on those people. But maybe because Lexi was like so young and she's like in such a, you know, dark situation. Maybe that's true. Could be. Um, also, Lexi's response and argument was, I was making bad choices, as though that's. Yeah, I love that as her excuse. That's like, an excuse. You own up to it, but like, you still did those things? That's, anyway. Um, so sh- she tells us that Sean gave Maria the gummies and that she thought it was candy. And I was like, so you drugged her. You both drugged her. And that, I'm like, that's the case they should be making. Depending on how many she ate, like, Right. I'm scared for her. I'm really, if you, she thought this was regular candy, like, you pop, you can pop so many gummies in your mouth. Like, she must have been, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really, honestly, Lexi was one of my favorite characters. Um, and this actress uh, did an amazing job. I have to give her a shout out. Uh, uh, Jordan Lane P- Price. Sorry, Jordan Lane Price. Um, amazing. What well, performance hope she's a repeat offender i yes i was thinking the same thing i was like she looks so familiar and i feel like yeah and so i looked she is not a repeat offender yet um but i she will be she definitely will be willing it into existence um yes i honestly these are 
Lexi, Brad, and Sean were my favorites. Let's talk about Perry for a sec. Because, um, you know, the one who confessed once he finds out that she wasn't dead. Yeah. Okay. He, him, and the nun, and that he, it was really like a whodunit coming in from everywhere. Obsessed with um, the nun, by the way. She kept the sweater. She was such a funny character. Like, she was just like, her energy was so weird. I look, I don't know much about nuns, but I'm pretty sure she stole from the homeless. No, I know about nuns. I went to a Catholic school. I had many nun teachers, and you don't do that. <laughs> it's cashmere, Italian. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yep, that's that was the nun. I I thought like, cool was for the homeless. What a weird and then when they show the picture to Perry, he's like, she kept the sweater. You murdered yeah, that's not cool. Those are cool. Those are for the homeless. What are the you, you're a murderer. Yeah, but but she stole a sweater from the homeless. That's messed yeah. up. That's a good point. Messed up. Um, I, yeah, this episode, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Let's talk about this dig at Florida for a second. Oh my gosh. The typical it, coastal Florida arrest record. That was, one, that was the quote I was going to bring up first for favorite quotes because I was so that's so harsh. Like that's such a generalization. What did Florida ever do to you? I mean, a lot. Let's be honest. But, but like, but like, damn, that was that was cold. That was cold hearted. It really was. Um, <laughs> all right, that, that's those are my. I've gone through all of my notes. I really, really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I mean, well, we also need to, for a second, shout out the fact that Warner was back for, like, five seconds. Yeah. And she was done. Like, she was so done with all of them. And I love that. She's not here for any of the complaints, any of the suggestions. She's just like, shut up and let me do my job. Yeah. Um, I I loved seeing Warner. I love when she's back. Um, I... I think it makes sense. I think she herself, her character, you know, if we if we remember that entire thing with Rudnick where he was passed over her to be the supervisor or whatever the job was, um, and then she got brought back and had to redo all his work because he's a serial killer. Like, th- this poor woman has been through so much. And now, on top of that, there's a pandemic with, with lots of dead bodies and then also murders. Yeah, that's why I liked that it was her specifically, because it made, I think, the audience have, like, uh, first of all, understand, like, the workload that these people are going mm-hmm. through. And it made it had so much more compassion for those people, I think, in real life, because it's a character that we love and respect so much. So I really, I thought that was a great choice to kind of, like, almost pay tribute in a way. I thought yeah. it was cool. That they- Absolutely. Um. All right, let's move along to best lines of the episode. Um, do you have some favorite lines? I sure do. Um, I mean, we already talked about the typical arrest record, and we talked about that's not cool. Those were for the homeless. Um, I do love the fact that we got some Olivia speaking Italiano. I thought that was great, and I love that Finn pointed out when you speak Italian, you move your hands around a lot. That was great. <laughs> Um, we're kind of a sex pro quo kind of thing. <laughs> amazing. Um, really dark, but amazing. When Lexi goes, everyone was dying. It made me feel alive. <laughs> I was like, okay. She, okay. Like, not, okay. Maybe get some help for, for you. 
Um, and then I also love that they just said, <laughs> they, they like tried to shout out some of pop culture, you know, Drake, Cardi B, that WAP song. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, love people, were, people on Twitter were losing their minds for that. But Cardi B recognized it. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, she like someone tweeted her the video of it and she was like, oh my gosh, gotta check this out. I was like, yes, Cardi B, you do. Cardi B's about to binge 22 seasons of a show. Cardi B, if you want to guest on our podcast, please let us know. We would love to have you. Um, I have some favorite episodes or some favorite lines as well. Um, I really loved the stress relief hookup. Like, yeah, true. That was, I good. Did, that was good. Um, I think definitely uh, my favorite line is when she says, "Way to blame the victim," <laughs> and, and <laughs> it is like Maria is the victim. <laughs> I like it that person. Wow, way to blame the victim. <laughs> who are you? Like, who do you think you are right now? Is great. Um, I also liked, I didn't write the note, but Carisi, or I didn't write the quote, but Carisi doesn't think that Sean was smart enough to clean up the uh, the murder. He was like, he kept the jewelry for a month. I, mean, I was like, you're kind of right. Like, he's not like really putting a lot of thought into what he's doing right now. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish, you know, that Carisi had at least like throughout the episode been like, we can charge for this or we can charge for that. Mm. He, Cause they did drug her, which they can definitely charge um, Lexi and Sean for. Uh, mm. I would say Sean has possession of stolen property, maybe even theft or whatever. Um, you know, I think that Lexi kind of trafficked um, Maria in a way when, um, when Sean says like he turned her out, like, she knew what she was doing. Um, yeah. But like there were, there are charges that could be brought against them, and it's interesting that we're choosing to ignore all of them. Well, oops. <laughs> all right, let's move it along. Uh, Wait, I have a question. Yes. Do you think that they were at Hudson University? That's an excellent question. Um, I think yes. I think Hudson's online this semester. Oh, I 100% believe that this was Hudson okay. University. There's, okay. there's no, it's that or it's the university where Tau Omega is, and I can't remember <laughs> the university. <laughs> I remember so the fact, but not the yeah. university. Um, I'm going to say it's Hudson. Okay. Um, okay. Now we can move along to ripped from the headlines um, that, uh, honestly, this episode is ripped from a couple headlines um and one that i didn't realize it was kind of ripping from so one was the quote covid parties which like yes that's clear the other one is this is the murder of meredith kircher who you may not know that name but you definitely know amanda knox yeah yeah, kind of. I, I was thinking that a little bit too, because like the Italian exchange. Very good, Daryl. You're correct. Thanks for thanks for being smarter than both of me, or both of us, or just me. Maybe y'all. Maybe y'all know it. Both of you are correct. <laughs> Remember me in quarantine. Okay. Um. Yeah. I and when I click the, you know, there's a there's a website that luckily lists this for me, so I don't have to do all this research. Oh, <laughs> you were just really smart. Okay. Oh no, I definitely am not smart. Each week I go and. 
check. Um, you shouldn't have told me that because I was constantly impressed. I was like, she knows everything. <laughs> no, because mostly I don't know the cases that we're talking about. But this one, I know who Amanda Knox is. Right, right, right. Which is terrible that we do not know. People don't recognize the victim's name. So Meredith Kircher yeah. is the victim's name. She was a British exchange student um, and was murdered in Italy. She was found dead on the floor in her bedroom. Um, by the time the bloodstained fingerprints of the scene were identified to belong to um, someone else, they charged her roommate, Amanda Knox, um, and his and her boyfriend. Um, so there are lots of theories. I'm not going to go into that story, but there are lots of um, theories as to whether Amanda Knox did it or not. Yes. Uh, yes. So it was definitely ripped from that headline and then also the COVID parties. I really do like that they nicely mixed those. Yeah, uh, I think it felt natural. Sometimes it's like, okay, you're mashing a bunch of stuff together. But this, like, I think they wove it in well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we have some very exciting show news to tell everybody. Um, if you're listening to our podcast version, you are about to miss some photos, but that doesn't mean you're missing the news. So. Um, there was a screenshot of a Zoom table read for an episode, um, and I'm going to pull that up for us right now. Uh, this <clears throat> is, hold on, let me move that for you all. Um, this is the writing team, the stars, and what you might see in this photo is uh, some man in a lime green, neon green <laughs> Uh, oh, who could that be? And that would be Mr. Chris Maloney himself, uh, Stabler. That's right. There was a read, a table read for an episode for next season, or not next season, after next year. Um, and there's going to be an episode. We knew that like he was going to be um part of the show, or at least make an appearance to launch the cro the spin-off series. Um was it organized crime? So he's yes. going to be in an episode uh, in the new year, but in this. I have, well, I have, I have um, details about that because Marishka posted a photo initially on Instagram that gave away a little bit more and then had to delete it. Would you like me to share those little spoilers? Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. The other news that we have is also, I would consider a spoiler for next okay. week. I didn't see the promo. So consider this a spoiler warning yeah let's say we're gonna give it two minutes max right okay Go. well so it, like not like a real spoiler but just extra information i guess but um the episode's going to be i believe the seventh episode of this season so that's pretty soon and it's going to be called i feel like i think it's called prodigal son so that's going to be really interesting so we have those details up, and we're not supposed to do what we have them now so just to let you guys know um, and the other thing that could be considered a spoiler is this. Um, Barba is returning next episode um, as a defense attorney and is going head to head with Carisi. Uh, oh, I love to see it. I'm so excited. Uh, as we all know, I'm a big Barisi shipper, but also I'm just a Barba fan. Um, so this is super exciting news. All right. I'm also a fan of the enemies to lovers trope, which sounds like that's exactly what this episode's going to be. No, I'm not a fan of that trope. Um, oh, I love it. 
And with, with limitations, of course, can't be like, you know, a bad person, but when they're like academic rivals and stuff, like I like that. Um, So the episode is airing on January 7th. Um, It is called sightless in a savage land. That's next. Silence. Um, yeah. Oh wait. Oh, okay. I just check in that there's check in that the 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 here's recapping our news. Like <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sarah. You, Sarah. It's great. <laughs> I love it. We got our our chat joining us today. This is a real real good show today. Um, in addition to that, um, we always do a weekly poll here mm-hmm. on the show. Um, Taylor. Yes. What was last week's poll and who won? Yes. So last week's poll, we were talking about who our favorite episode with the Gilmore Girls guest star was. Um, in sadly last place, we have Tangled, which is the one we discussed last week. So that's a bummer. Um, with the season three, episode five. We we did an old episode. (laughs) We did. We did with, um, Liza Wheel, aka Paris Geller. Yes. And then we have Escape, which it was season five, episode 11. That was Milo's episode, correct? Yes. Hello. Maybe you had, I think I forgot. Okay. And then we had Mean, um, which came in second place. It was um, season five, episode 17, with Adrienne Pedalicki. I can't pronounce her last name. It's Adrienne something. She played Lindsay on Gilmore Girls. Um, um, and then. Oh, wasn't it Ariel? Yes. Neville? Yeah, you're right. Um, I've been watching Friday Night Lights, so I said bad actors instead because they kind of look alike. You're right; it's Ariel Kubel. Okay, fine. Um, maybe that girl has been on Friday or been on uh, SVU too. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. And then in first place, we have our beloved Zebras, season ten, episode twenty-two. That is Dale Stucky, Bing Bang Bong, and our guest star was Kelly Bishop, aka Emily Gilmore, in that in that episode. So. Zebras won, which I figured it would, and I think, I think it's it's rightful place is at the top. It's a great episode. It's such a good episode. It's a classic. It's oof, so many moments. Yeah. Um, and then this week's poll, we it's one of my favorite polls we've ever done. I think honestly, because it's our favorite roommate from hell episode. <laughs> we have um class, which is season seven, episode seventeen. Yeah, do you want to give us the rundown on that one? Yes. Okay. So class is the one with the girl who was murdered, who was selling papers at the university, and it was between um the murderers could have been her um childhood room uh childhood friend who was like her gambling partner or her roommate who was rich and spoiled um and stole her ring or there was a third person i think they owed money because of the gambling there's a whole thing it's a whole thing it's a good episode yeah um we then have one of my favorite episodes of all time which is hot house season 10 episode 12 that is a crazy one. That's the one with Sarah Hyland, and she like, goes crazy because she's on like drugs to try to do well on like her finals and her project. She has a notebook that she wrote like a zillion crazy things in. Oh my gosh, I love that episode so much. She pushed her overboard on the boat. Like I know this whole thing so well. I just love that episode. And then we have one of me and y'all, both of our favorites, theater tricks, oh. which is the one where they're like doing the immersive theater type thing and they all have the weird animal masks and the one girl was jealous of the girl who got all the roles and like set this whole thing up great episode 
And then we have this one that we've been talking about all the time on the show. So yeah, hopefully you know that one. What happened in that one by now? And we'll tell you where to find the poll in just a bit. Um, you know, it's yes. so funny about the ones that we listed. So Hot House, yes, has Sarah Hyland. Um, but what you may not remember is the victim's sister is played by Aya Cash, who was recently Stormfront on The Boys. Um, and in theater tricks, the roommate who sets up the main girl um, is on Glow. So, like, they're so... Oh, they're like yeah, it's like before they were fam- like super famous. I love it when that happens. Like to go back and be like, oh, they're like really big now. Like that's crazy that they're on this. I love yeah. that. Yep. Um, those are those I don't have to research and I happen to just know off the top of my head. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, yeah. The real stuff, I don't know. What people have done with their careers, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we implemented our newest segment here, which I love is what did we learn? I'll start because I'm ready. Do um, it. Yeah. I always forget about this and then I like, have to like really yeah. dig Here's what thing. I learned. Apparently, when I do something stupid or irresponsible or illegal, I can go, I was making bad choices and that's an excuse. I love that. Um, I, that I think- was the part where I really couldn't. I was like, Defend yourself. Nope. I was making bad choices. We're in a pandemic. Yeah, I'm making bad choices. <laughs> um, I think mine is going to be when you hear Cardi B's WAP, just chill out and start dancing. Don't kill anyone. Just enjoy it. That's weird. Yeah, don't kill anyone when you hear WAP. Just dance to it and have a good time. I guess and all then maybe you won't be in this situation. Also, when you hear Drake, apparently. Yeah, but mostly Cardi, not just Cardi B, Cardi B's That WAP song. Nice. Just enjoy it. Lean in. Love it. As you should. Uh, I love it. We learned so much on this show. We always learn so much. (laughs) Don't traffic things. That's one of my favorite lessons. Such a good one. Um, all right. Uh, let me tell you what's happening because we're in the month of December, which apparently has a bunch of holidays that matter to people. So... Um, we are going to take a brief hiatus, just like the show. This was the last episode of 2020. This is going to be the last S review of 2020. Um, We will be back in January. But until then, I would like to remind everybody um, that you very much can reach out for help if you need it. The RAIN hotline, once again, is 1-800-656-4673. They also have an online chat that you can use. Um, There are other hotlines. Please reach out if you need help. I'm also going to say this. I will be around during the holidays. I'm not going anywhere. I don't celebrate the holidays. So I'm here. Uh, If anybody needs someone to talk to, I am available on social media and we'll tell you where to find that in a minute people have shared what they learned this episode and i want to bring it up because i think oh yes please Uh, about the homicide rates that's like a genuine fact yeah yeah, no i actually did too that's a really good one um also sarah learned be careful around them wild roommates period sarah roommate jenga never recipe for success Um, thank you so much to everyone who's in our live chat. We really appreciate it. Um, we love talking about this show and we'll continue to do so in the new year. Um, I will be probably watching reruns 
all December. So you can tweet at me about that or about anything going on in your life. I am around. Uh, but if people want to vote on the poll, Taylor, where are you on the internet? Yes, you guys can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabot underscore Anne. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host a podcast about Stephanie Meyer's Twilight books called The Wooden Forks. So give that a listen. <laughs> so funny. Um, I am everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Again, feel free to reach out on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm also on Twitch sometimes when I remember. Um, I'm very bad at video games. So if you like to make fun of people doing that, <laughs> that's the channel for you. Um, yeah, that's the big news, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care of yourselves. We love talking about the show with you and we will see you in 2021. Bye. Bye. <laughs>